Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Pardon the background noise, have the uh, coffee maker going. Got to have my Nespresso for the show. If you haven't had Nespresso, go try one. They're amazing. We got a lot of great wedding gifts um, this year, this past year. That that's one of the one of the top ones. This coffee is really good. Anyways, um, so thank you for anyone who listened to the live podcast last night. Um, I uh, was checking the numbers while I'm while I'm recording, and you, you can kind of see, uh, you know, who's who's listening, who you know who's tuning in when, and. I got going so much that that towards the middle of the podcast I quit looking not not because I didn't care but I just was going off on my own little tangent and just didn't get it to, didn't get uh, everything monitored so if you were listening and I didn't give you a shout out then uh, uh, here's one now so thank you um, yeah, it was a lot of fun I like doing the live ones um, we'll do more of them I think it's a it's a good format. Uh, to kind of capture a feeling, you know, when you just go live, just get on there and go live, uh, and that's kind of what I was thinking. Now, it wasn't spontaneous, I was promoting it for a couple days, but I'd had something on my mind that I wanted to get off my chest, uh, and we did that. But today, I'm going to take it a little further, and I want to I fine-tune a couple points I made last night. Something, I'm going to aim this at really anyone listening, but, you know, here on Coaching the Coach, our whole goal is for you to get something out of this, an actionable item that you can take away right away today and use uh, in your training of your clients or if you're not a trainer, that you can use for your own life right away. So, that being said, one of the points I made last night was that we as trainers and coaches are the ones that are being held uh, to a high standard. Not just in that we have to be the ones working out um, incessantly and be in super top physical shape at all times, but we do need to walk the walk, right? When you, we do need to be you know, in shape and, and know what we're talking about. But more importantly, most importantly, is that we are doing what our clients want. And when they want us to help change their life, we have to be there to be the ones holding them accountable. There's nothing wrong with being friends with your clients. There's nothing wrong with um, you know having a fun, relaxed atmosphere. You don't have to be the drill sergeant. None, that's totally fine. What's not fine is letting your clients get away with excuses that really they shouldn't be getting away with. These are the excuses that just unfortunately are, are just that. They're just trying to get out of something or just trying to make an excuse for not doing something. And we need to be the ones holding them accountable. And sometimes when you become friendly with your clients, it's hard to do that. And I, I felt this many times in my career. Um, and you know, it's not a good feeling, it's not fun because you, know, you don't want to um, have your clients you know, not like you uh, if you have already established that kind of friendship you know, relationship. But at the same time, 
they'll respect you as a trainer, and that's really what they're paying you to do. Again, not to say that your friendship doesn't mean anything, it just means at the end of the day, you have a job to do. And so last night I was really adamant about excuses and taking away excuses and not letting your clients use excuses. Um, And one of the podcasts I've done in the past, I talked about how to become a personal trainer. Uh, And the, the thought was, in response to a lot of programs that are put out there where they say, oh, you know, learn computer coding in just three months. Well, that's great, and and nothing wrong with that. I think that's an amazing opportunity, but it still costs you some money. Or, you know, do this in, you know, six weeks and you'll be certified for that. And again, those are all great, and I don't want to disparage anyone from doing something like that because I think those are all quality ways to improve yourself. But those kind of programs are set for, you know, someone who, you know, you got to pay for that, right? And so I had done a podcast where you, how to become a personal trainer without spending a dime, right? Now, you will spend money, but how to get started with no money, no experience, and then how to move forward in that career. And I was really proud of that podcast. One of my favorite ones, it's actually a three-part series. But one of the things that it didn't necessarily say directly, but it definitely implies, is you cannot hold yourself back. You can't make excuses and you can't play the victim, right? Oh, I don't have enough time. Oh, I don't have enough money. I'd love to do this, but I don't have this, that, or that, right? And when it comes to fitness, we hear that a lot, right, from our clients. Well, I don't have enough time to meal prep, or I don't have enough you know, money to to keep paying for personal training. And that I do understand, but there's other ways, right? And our our goal is to make self-sufficient adults and and kids, you know, to to be able to take themselves through a fitness journey. I've got a client right now that uh, bought a package at at a, on sale through Groupon and he works his butt off He's got lofty goals, and I, I think he can get there. Maybe not exactly in the in the time frame he wants, but I know he'll get there. But he could, because he works his tail off. Now I know finances. You know he's got a lot of kids. He's he's working hard. Um, his fiance works, so I know they're they're trying to come up with a budget to plan for training. But I also know that it may not happen as much or as often as he would like or I would like to have him. So it's my job to help him become self-sufficient in what little time I do have. And so I, I, I adapt my training style. Like I'm not just going to have him do random workouts or have him do what I would have um, most clients do in the first month, which is establish you know, a routine. I do want to do that, but I'm also doing a lot more educating in that time. Uh, he, he's been filming a lot of the workouts because I know he's going to take some of these to kind of do on his own and he can have me there on tape reminding him how to do the exercises and, and having a visual of what it's supposed to look like so he, he can compare. So these are just strategies that we're trying to do and trying to work on to empower them to keep going even if finances aren't there. So in other words, we're taking that excuse away. So one thing I want to say to the trainers out there, 
to not let your clients play that victim card. And what I mean is using, well, I would have accomplished this, but you know, this is in my way. And yes, that's just an excuse. But you as the trainers can't use <laughs> that either. Well, I would have had my client do this, but they didn't they didn't work hard or they didn't follow their program that I gave them to do outside of the gym, which that does happen and that can be true. But guess what? It's still your job and I'm guilty of this too. So I'm I'm not I'm not firing shots at people. If anything, you know, it's a, it's a reminder to myself. You know, because if my client, I know that I have the knowledge and the experience to get whatever client comes in the door to their goal. And that may sound cocky, but that's just 20 plus years of experience. I know what to do. I'm very confident in that. So when my clients don't get there, I take it personally. Now, maybe I'm hard on myself, but rather than sit here and say, well, you know, he would have done this if he had just would have you know, done more ab work at home or stretched or done his cardio like he said he was going to do. Now he's quitting me because he didn't get the results he wanted. Well, I should have recognized that sooner and made sure that didn't happen, right? So these are the things I'm telling you as a trainer and as a coach, don't be the victim yourself. We don't let our clients do it. We can't do it ourselves. And so just in general, this state of victimhood where people want to be in this perpetual state of being downtrodden so that they can gain sympathy or have people say, you know what, I, I totally understand why you didn't reach your goal, whatever your goal is, whether that's fitness or business or relationship, you know, it's understandable you didn't do that because you've had all of these, you know, uh, uh, roadblocks and trials and tribulations. And there's going to be times in people's lives where, yes, you do have things that set you back delay your goals you know you get injuries that delays your goal that doesn't mean you failed and you're done it just means for now your goal is a little bit delayed okay well we'll get back on track and we'll fix that right don't use that as the excuse don't play the victim card don't let your clients play the victim card and don't you play the victim card when your clients don't get the results they should because that's partly your fault i know that's hard to hear so, may sound like I'm ranting a little bit. May sound like I'm a little un insensitive. <laughs> but the, the truth of the matter is, I feel personal. I take things personal when my clients don't get results. I look inward first. It's just like when I was a professor. If 50 people, 50 people, if 50% of people, uh, you know, failed a test, I'm not sitting there thinking, well, they didn't study hard enough. Well, they should have paid attention in class. My first thought is maybe I wrote a bad pro or a bad test, right? Maybe my questions weren't worded right, or maybe I did a bad job teaching. You know, I didn't spend enough time here or there, you know, and I looked inward first. And sometimes I was like, yeah, you know what? That was, that was poorly written. And what do I do? I don't hold them accountable. I hold myself accountable. I'll, I would have given them extra points or graded on a curve or something to account for that. But there were also times. And there's been times when I've had clients not get the results 
or let's say a client get hurt you know not necessarily like you know majorly injured but have a muscle pull here a muscle pull there you know my first thought is oh crap did I hurt them did I do something wrong you go back and you look at what you did and you kind of walk through the steps did I did I do everything correctly did I have them warm up properly did I um, were the, was the exercise selection appropriate for you know their conditions you know maybe they had a pre-existing you know injuries or something like that and and fortunately you know I think most of the time that I can remember I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm perfect but most of the time when I've ever I've had that in that that scenario I've been able to go back and, and at least double check my work so to speak and feel like I, I, I gave I did the right thing it was just an accident and that's a good feeling you need to be able to do that but it but it takes holding yourself accountable and it takes that self-reflection to get yourself to be able to um, kind of call yourself out right or to double check your work or to take ownership and that's really the main thing of your training not of your personal training but your training of your clients because again at the end of the day you are being paid to get them results they are trusting you as the fitness expert you need to prove that you are that expert and that you need to really i mean at the you know hold hold them to a high standard hold them to a standard that you wouldn't uh you know let yourself dip below right if you're going to hold yourself to a high standard and meet your fitness goals you should be able to do the same to your clients and so to end we're going to talk again about that victimhood status why people want that i don't know and i'm not getting into any kind of political statement or or, or anything outside of the fitness world but there's a lot of people that want to use that they want to be oppressed they want to feel like they're a victim again to get that sympathy for not reaching their goals or not moving forward in their life. They want an excuse for that because it's easy. And we can't let our clients do that and we can't do that ourselves. That doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help you grow your business. It doesn't help your clients reach their goals, which also doesn't help you grow your business. And ultimately, it doesn't allow us to truly live our lives and enjoy the world around us. I was walking with a client yesterday. It was a little chilly yesterday, but it was sunny and, and just a beautiful day. A little crisp, but but you know, for my liking. But all in all, a really beautiful day. And I was walking with this client um, and his mother, and just remarking on like you know, just life's fun, and 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 it's cool that that I can go out and do the things I want to do because I'm physically capable of doing it. Not just physically capable as in I, I, I'm able-bodied, but because I have, you know, taken care of my body so that even into my mid-40s, I'm still running, jumping, throwing myself around, doing all the kind of crazy stuff I've always liked to do. Because that's what's fun. That's what's fun for life about, or fun about life for me. You know, every time Chelsea and I go on a hike, if there's a log laying across a creek, I have to walk across. 
I will admit I've gotten more scared as I've gotten older doing it. <laughs> Maybe because my balance isn't as good, but I still have to do it. I still have to do it. And, and you ask, ask Chelsea about that. So at the end of the day, playing that victim card or being oppressed or, or, or feeling like you need that, that sympathy from people or feel like your clients are trying to get that from you, you can't let them have it. Because you're denying them an opportunity to live a more full life. They may not know it because they don't know what they don't know. And they don't know what feeling good feels like because the way they feel right now is they're normal. But they don't know what normal really feels like that. And when I say normal, what I mean is not being impeded by health. Obviously, there are people out there that have extenuating circumstances that may never lead that quote normal life. But I will say this as well, and I've used this example before. I have seen many people with physical disabilities get out there and bust their ass. Can they go climb a tree like I can? Maybe not. But they can certainly get out there and live life to the fullest of their ability. And that's all I'm talking about. So, go forth today with a renewed sense of vigor that you are going to do your best to push your clients to do their best. And in your own workouts, kill it today. I've got my heavy bench day today. I'm throwing away all my accessories. I'm just going to bench. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to hit my, you know, eight sets of doubles. And then I'm going to throw on, you know, maybe some, uh, some do some singles and just lift for the hour and a half that I have allotted to lift today. That's all I'm going to do today is bench. Why? Because I want to. It's what it feels fun to me today. And I'm going to hit some big weight. Go out there and hit your big weight.